Here we go. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are. Around the world with idiotic. What movie was that Ooh. from? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Good morning, idiotic. That's my Fozzie <laughs> Robin Williams there. Uh, oh my goodness! You sounded just like him. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> There's a career for you somewhere out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a face for radio, as they say. <laughs> and here you're doing crowdcast. Yeah, here we do. Here we go. Oh, good morning, gang. How's everybody doing? Well, I'm good. It's only yeah, six great. degrees in Arizona, so yeah, it's only It's only minus 23 in Ontario. Yeah, we've got six here in the Netherlands as well, so uh, Brent and I are totally aligned. It's Excellent. a beautiful day. <laughs> Very good. Very, very good. Um, folks, we have uh, Jeff Kortenbosch with us here today. Jeff, give you a minute here to introduce yourself. Uh, tell folks about well, yourself. Well, I'm Jeff. I'm in L&D for uh, almost 20 years. Uh, started out back then as an e-learning designer, uh, rolled into more performance consulting, uh, got a background in IT from even when I was younger and still had my hair. Uh, so I'm doing learning technology stuff as well. Uh, and really focused on, uh, you know, the the, the stuff doing the stuff that matters uh, these days. So uh, understanding the problem, knowing what the real results should look like, and uh, seeing what we can do to make that happen. Very cool. Um, and today, awesome. And today, and you're joining us from the Netherlands. I don't know if we've actually said that out loud yet today. Um, so we're we're global today. Uh, it's a global episode. You know. <laughs> Idiotic goes international. That's right. We're, we're, off the, we're, we're outside of the North American comfort zone. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we, today we're talking about questions to ask before talking about training. Um, it, you know, we, we're, so many of us talk about how we're in this place where, oh, somebody comes to us and here, we need a course on this. Oh, and we've already got these slides or, or, or here's a product manual. We've got to cover it all. The, the, you know, and many of us don't feel empowered to do much mm -hmm. about that. You know, the co corporate culture or, or even people not understanding what we think our, our role should be, et cetera. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that some of these questions that we're going to give people today will help them in that kind of, uh, in that kind of situation. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm absolutely sure they will. Uh, I've been applying them for several years now. I started sharing what I do a couple of years ago on conferences, and then people told me, Jeff, you need to write a book about this. And I said, I don't know, writing books, you know, this is not rocket science. <laughs> but uh, the more people telling me that, hey, this is stuff that really works, uh, um, uh, I actually wrote a little book about it. So uh, Very cool. And, uh, it got a great reception and I'm really looking forward to talking with you guys about these questions and everybody on the call just being able to to take a look, start using them and, uh, uh, you know, be an even better rock star than you are already. Mm -hmm. um, 
so do we need any more uh like do we need to establish a scenario here before we we start talking about the questions like a, a bit of context um, well i don't know um for, for for me it started out like i said i started out as an, an e-learning designer back in the day uh, uh and uh when people came into my office saying hey jeff we need e-learning say oh cool that's what i do right <laughs> come on sit down what do you want to talk about what 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 topics need to go in there um and uh we built a uh, really pretty e-learning and got all the check marks in the LMS and, uh, you know, a whopping 30% of people did it. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it, 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 that that's where it started. Uh, and at some point you see stuff going wrong in your projects and then you see them happening again and you think, hey, okay, wait a second, how does that happen? What, what, what have I, what don't I know? Uh, and then all these things came bubbling up, and you know, I'm 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 kind of lazy. You know, I have a YouTube ch channel with tutorials, which actually for me, because I don't remember that stuff all the time, so I just create a tutorial myself, and then yeah, it's out there for the world, and I know where to find it. Uh, <laughs> so I created this kind of cheat list for myself with the questions that I want to ask, uh, and it kind of got longer, and they changed. And it's, it's it's a fairly organic list, but it's it's kind of been pretty much the same for the last couple of years uh, uh, and uh, and I was always trying to just in the conversation just remember this thing and I've got the, at some point I had my laptop on the side trying to make notes and at some point I just sat down with a guy I said I'm going to make notes of this meeting and I'm going to share them with you and let's put that on the screen right and and we were sitting there and, and all of a sudden this co-creation vibe started and and this guy was you know he was taking ownership and i was asking him these questions writing it down and said am, am, you know, am i saying this in the right way does this is this what you're saying uh, yeah yeah so at the end we had this really good document where he said wow i can take this to my boss and and and, and talk about the budget and the need we have and how we described it i didn't have this before uh, so that was just a beautiful way of me kind of stumbling into a, a, a sort of workshop around a needs analysis uh, that turns into a sort of a business case for, for the client you're talking to, uh, whether it be external or internal. So that's, that's kind of where, where it all started. Mm -hmm. um, and what, uh, if, if, you, if you have one go-to question, is there one question you know, where you always start with or, or do you have a batch of questions that you pick from? No, so it's it, it's twenty questions, and I kind of go through the list, um, mm -hmm. and it, it the order feels right. Okay. Uh, I've sh I shifted around a couple of times in the earlier uh, uh, parts, but it, it, I go through them in order. So obviously, I start first with what's the problem, right? Uh, because mm -hmm. I want to hear from them what the problem is. Not, and I know they want training from me. <laughs> <laughs> because they knocked on the L&D door. Uh, but uh, I really want to know what is the problem that you think you need training for? So, and all these 20 questions are, are just set up questions for more questions, of course. So can, sure. can, you, can you tell me a little bit more about that? So why is that? Uh, um, and then you can get a good picture of what the problem is. And, and, and then, uh, you know, is there a business reason for this? Because we, we always want to have a business reason for stuff. And, and a lot of a lot of the people that will knock on your L&D door will not have a, a, a real business reason attached with it. It's, it's not part of the strategy. It's just something they came up with, right? Uh, yes, they have a problem, but I might not be the one to solve it for you uh, if we're looking at all the other stuff that's on our desks and questions coming in because we need to prioritize. 
Um, and, and, and one of my, the questions I find is really important is the one where we talk about, do you have a solution in mind already? And of course they do. Of course they do, right? But it gives them time to talk about it. And we can write that down and we can, we can have a short discussion about, yeah, that could be possible. And, and then I can safely move on from that and explore the problem and a possible solution further. So I, for, for us L&D people, I call that the parking lot question, right? So uh, I can just have a conversation with them. They feel, they feel you're building this, this, this trust and yes, he's listening to me and uh, they're hearing me out about my training plans that I wanna, cool, yeah, cool. Okay, let's put that aside. Let's take a look at the, at the problem a little bit more. So then what does success look like? You know, if you close your eyes, magic has happened a year from now, or maybe if you're in agile organization, several weeks from now, uh, you know, what's different and how can we tell, right? And that's the, that's the question, that's the question I love the most, what does success look like? Yeah. Where people fall silent. <laughs> and how can we tell? Like adding that little bit on the end there, I think is really critical, right? I don't know yeah. if you use that as yeah. a separate question, like that's the second question, or or if it is well, all one question, but that's, there that's is a good. specific measurement question. Uh, so how can we measure with with means that we have? Mm -hmm. But this this is part of it, right? So what does it look like, and how can we tell? Because is there a different behavior? Is the organization structure different? What's different, right? Uh, th those are the things where that, that I'm after, and. And if they cannot tell, and usually they're having a hard time telling uh, what success looks like. And it's, it's often this aha moment. Um, I remember I worked for a, a large retailer uh, which has meatballs and uh, book uh, cases. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I, was, I, I, was, I was in Sweden. Uh, they have this design uh, uh, philosophy and they said, well, we've got huge turnovers in our design, product design teams. And um, we're not meeting all our targets on, the, on our design philosophy. And they had these like encyclopedias of, of stories around that uh, uh, f philosophy. And said, yeah, yeah, you can take it in a play and turn it into a really great course. So our product teams will be better. I said, well, I shoved it back over the table towards them. I said, well, Actually, I'm not going to read all this. I would like to a little bit know a little bit more about what you think success looks like and what's going wrong now. What's what does good look like? And they were sitting there, but but we don't know. So, are there people in your product teams that know that are really good? Yes, we think so. Well, maybe we should have a conversation with them and and see what's right and what's wrong. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the meeting, they thought, we need to go back to the drawing board and we need to talk to our teams, to our people. Yes, let's go do that. <laughs> and that's brilliant. Yeah, if you can get them to do that, like getting them to think more deeply than, hey, you're just the training team. You just make e-learning, right? Just go ahead and make some e-learning on this. That's, that's what you yeah. do, right? Why, why are you asking me so many questions? You know, <laughs> and it, but it, it's really about give me some time to understand what you're dealing with, and uh, you know, and, and I think this is where we are uh, often too much service oriented. Oriented. I know I was. You know, I wanted to to help, yeah. wanted to do a good job. I wanted to show that to to my bosses that you know, look, I'm, I'm doing all this work here, and they're loving it. Um, 
but that's not what makes a difference. You know, most of, mo I think training is never the, 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 uh, uh, the answer or the solution to a problem it can be part of it. Uh, it can be a really good part of it if we do our jobs well, but just stuffing training down people's throats in what form, uh, it, it, that won't make a big change in the organization. Um, so it's really about figuring out what all the other parts are uh, and how training fits into that. Yeah, so it, it's interesting because um, I think to your point earlier, when, when people were asking you, hey, you should write a book about this, it does seem kind of simple, right? And when you, when, when, when you see the questions and when you look at it, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I ask those, I ask those. But in my mind, when I go back, I've been doing this for a long time, too, and it's like I know I don't do a good job at asking those questions, and I, I like and appreciate you sharing them in that order, and it helps – it helps me to know that they're there and to know that I want to get through all of them. Because if you just kind of wing it, a mm -hmm. lot of times you think you know the answer to some of those questions. And so you don't even ask. And so you skip a lot of the steps, right? It's the assumptions, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was working at the, the Dutch Railway last year. Um, and their projects were like, you know, they were work, working really hard. and But they had nothing documented on what is what's the outcome what's the effect and uh and at some point i asked don't we have like an intake process oh yeah we've got a brilliant intake process oh cool nobody told me i'm here for two months right so what does it look like oh let me dig that up and i, I saw it and think well it's like 80 percent of the questions i ask so what's happening oh we don't use this because <laughs> we kind of know these things because we we're working here for a long time already so we, 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 we know what most of these questions, so we just grab a few. Okay, so what if we just started using this <laughs> and document it all down together with your, with, a, with our, in, in this case, our internal client and, and really make sure that, you know, we know what we need to do. Yeah. You know, I was talking to uh, Citibank. Uh, I was invited to talk to their L&D specialist uh, uh, a couple months ago about, about the same topic. And you now, do you have an intake process? Silence, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, no, not really. Uh, for me, it's just a, a great activity and I can structure it. I've got the questions and uh, we're, we're forcing ourselves go through this. So this is, a, let's say, I don't call, I don't plan for a one hour intake uh, meeting. I plan for a two hour intake workshop. If they don't have two hours for me, then I probably don't want to have that project at all. <laughs> you know, there's a great question in the chat added, and I don't know if this is one of your questions and we just haven't gotten to it yet, but the, um, asking about, have you tried to solve this problem before? Yes. Uh, so one of the things, of what have you done already? What has and hasn't worked? Uh, why not? Uh, it's, it, it, it's, it's one of the obvious questions, but uh, if you add the, why hasn't it worked to it? Mm, uh, yeah. And what, what, how can you, sh how can you prove that to me? What, what does the data say? Or, or why do you know it doesn't work? Uh, is it, one of those questions. Uh, uh, no, but similar to, can I talk to some people who are uh, experiencing this problem? Mm. Now, for many, many years in my career, <clears throat> the people that were telling me, "Hey, we need training," and if I asked them, "Can I talk to anyone in the business?" They said. You don't need to. 
we know the problem. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's when you go down there and you talk to people and say, okay, what's happening here? And then you see their, their real environment, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I remember uh, uh, I, I was uh, working at, uh, <laughs> was at IKEA uh, and, and uh, we were having this program developed for forklift truck drivers. Uh, and they say, well, okay, it's performance support and it's e-learning and uh, it's a combination of these things. Said, oh, cool. So performance support, how are they accessing that? So, well, it, they have to go to a computer because, but, uh, because they work in the warehouse. So, okay, let's, let's go down to the warehouse, right? So we went down to the warehouse, we saw the forklift and there was a motor on the forklift truck. Okay, what does that thing do? So, oh, well, this is where they see all the orders they need to, but is that connected to the network somehow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, can we add something there? And we started pressing some buttons and then Internet Explorer opened. <laughs> and voila, uh, you know, several weeks later, they had performance support running on the forklift truck. So nice. get to the floor, see what's happening there, right? I, I, I was at a, uh, I've been a consultant for a very <laughs> short stint, was not my thing. Um, but I was in this insurance company uh, and the, uh, the, the 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 client told us he wanted this big 3d virtual mountain to uh, explain DevOps to their it people and okay and we, we we sold an analysis phase there so we went down talked to the people did the personas uh design thinking sessions uh, all that magic uh and what they really wanted was this performance support environment and they had kind of this wiki platform already in place hey we've got something we can use and we came up with a concept for that and the user said this is what really will help us so we presented that and then we got invited to the head office yelled at and kicked out because it wasn't a virtual 3d mountain <laughs> uh, but the analysis was good <laughs> well that's you know what that's what i was going to say i mean uh th there's a lot of times in what we do there they may even really appreciate the fact that you go through the analysis with them and you've given them a different, cheaper solution. But sometimes, yeah, it is just, we happen to have a lot of extra money that we need to spend and we'd like a 3D mountain. Yeah, you know, <laughs> sometimes you got people that want prestige projects. That's great. Uh, I think mm -hmm. prestige comes from the impact that you make. Uh, you know, uh, I did a project at Ikea where uh, if we would increase sales by 10%, then we would get 400 million euros a year uh, uh, extra, right? Um, and that was a, it, it was a reasonable thing to, 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 to make happen. And we built this hybrid performance tool where there was some support in there. And, but it, it was all about how do I help people to do their jobs more easy um, and, uh, you know, I got called to the governance board, said, Jeff, this is not really a learning solution. I, said, I know there's learning mm -hmm. inside of it though. And it make, it's making us 400 million a year, <laughs> right? So it, 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 it all depends. <laughs> so I think that's sexy. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mr. Jay's making a note. It sounds like similar to what you were just describing, but in the past I was met with, give me what I want or I won't own the outcomes. Um, which is never what you want, you know, from your stakeholder. But what strikes me is that, like, when we started out here, you were talking about, you know, 
Buddy is knocking on the L&D door and, and asking, yeah. and, and, and you're just exploring some questions about the whole thing. Um, I mean, we have a formal step in, in most of our processes called needs analysis. And if we yeah. trot out the steps of an, you know, and people go, whoa, 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 we don't need all that process. We already know everything that we need. We're telling you we need a course here. Um, but you're, the approach of just uh, starting it out with questions turns it into a conversation. Yeah turns it into an opportunity for people to reframe without feeling threatened to a certain degree, right? People have already yeah. got this vision of the 3D mountain environment um, in, you know, in their mind. And that's what they've all, they've already done a group think. There's several of them that think this is a brilliant idea and they've now got their, uh, you know, their reputations, their, their, their structure, you know, their, their, um, their, their alpha beta status in the pack of that group think or whatever, you know, it's all invested in that. Um, but yeah. an approach without calling it needs analysis, uh, mm -hmm. just calling it some questions. Let's talk about this. Let's let me ask you some questions. Turns it into something that uh, produces results, but I think also offers uh, offers an opportunity to alter perspectives in a kind of gentler fashion than telling somebody that they're yes. they're wrong and dumb. You're not going in there saying I won't build you your course. <laughs> You're going in there, I want to understand what you're dealing with, and I want to understand what we're working towards um, and, and, and see how we can help. Uh, and just going through the process with them, like I said, most of the time there are these aha moments where they think, oh my God, I, I hadn't thought about that, or uh, I need to think about that, you know? And, and, and you're just helping them along the process, right? It, and it's us as professionals, if we kind of uh, uh, set ourselves up to be that professional partner for them uh, and they feel helped, that, that's where you want to be, right? Mm -hmm. then, the, yeah. then there's the trust. And then there's also, you know, we've tried this and this in the past. And, uh, you know, that might be really interesting for this project here. Or I've got some ideas and, and bear with me, right? And just take them along that journey. Uh, but it starts with building that trust and, uh, you know, working on, on working on that document together already uh, creates something. There's some magic there because you're putting that together, you bring the words together, you're, and they are seeing this thing come alive that's, that just strengthens their thinking and their mission and their, uh, the reason why they're sitting down with you. Yeah, it, it reminds me a lot of, and not to get too meta here, but I, I've read books on influence. And I'm sure everybody's read the seminal book, uh, Getting to Yes, and, and books like that, right? And being influential and trying to get, you know, get people to, you know, accept your ideas and, and what you're thinking. And it always comes back to what asking questions does for you. It gives them an opportunity, it does a lot of things, but it gives them the opportunity to have that aha moment, right? Yeah. So instead of instead of there being a battle of wills where they have an idea of what should happen, you have an idea of what should happen and you just start to battle about it. It's more like you're asking a lot of questions, giving them the opportunity to think, giving them the opportunity to come up with new ideas. And maybe the solution isn't exactly what you intended at the beginning, but you more comfortably, to Chris's point, you more comfortably and gently meet in the middle and say, hey, yes, this is a new hybrid solution that's going to make you happy. It's going to make me happy. I feel like we're going to be able to solve the problem. Yeah. You're going to get what you want and you can make yeah, all that happen. 
and it, it's not about us, right? Uh, I was in a session mm -hmm. at, at, at the bank where I work now and, and they were saying, oh, we've, we're doing this great training for this really important thing and it's just great training. But you know, when people get back to work, they're not really applying it and they're not doing it, they're, they're not making the change. Uh, so we need to have something that happens after, the after that really great training. Uh, I said, so is the training, training great for you <laughs> or is it great for the people? Because the first thing you said after the training, they don't apply what we've, uh, what, what we've pulled them through for the past X days. Um, so how is that great training then, right? Uh, so do you get nice reviews or, or all the content is in there or uh, how is that great training? Uh, and they, 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 they started thinking, yeah, you got a really good point there. Uh, we're looking at it from our perspective, not from the people who actually need to go back to work and, 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 and hopefully do what we want them to do. Mm -hmm. um, Mr. J asked in the chat, um, you know, what's the question that gets the most light, gets the light bulb moment most frequently? Is there a particular question that you're kind of sitting there going, okay, here it is, roll it out and... and, and there are a couple the success the success question is really a good one where because then they realize i really don't know what that look like looks like um i've got this question where um uh i look at so what what besides skills and knowledge uh, what else? Uh, what else is, is involved here? So, uh, is it is it motivation? Is it organizational barriers? You know, and and I, I usually ha help them draw up this quadrant where I put that down and say, okay, with this problem in mind or this change in mind, write down on post-its, right? Where are the issues? And then in the top you see uh, uh, skills and knowledge, and they, they there are always a few posts there. Uh, and there's usually tons of post-its in motivation and, and even more in organizational barriers mm -hmm. saying, okay, so if we just focus on skills and, uh, and, and knowledge, we're kind of missing out on a, on a lot here. Are there, so, so that gives them an insight saying, wow, we've got all these processes and procedures and, and, and maybe uh, managers that are, 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 are are having trouble leading the way we need to be led. Uh, you know, they, they gain these insights just from that simple activity. Uh, so that's always a, a nice aha moment. Mm -hmm. um, Kim Kim W in the in the chat was had a similar. She said during a focus group with business leaders, they were telling my team about the training they wanted. I asked if there was anything besides training that was a barrier to performance. They said, "Oh yes," <laughs> and she's got that. <laughs> she's got that in all caps. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, no, but, but, you're asking, and then people are cracking the walnut open, and you're and you're, yeah. you're you're getting to the meat of things. Then the moment you create an activity for them to to work on, uh, they're not going to sit there and and say, "I'm not going to do this." If they do, that's another interesting thing. It hasn't happened to me in in in, in the years that I've been doing this, but uh, it's it's a really easy activity. That is running the post-its, and you know, some people say, oh, "Just let, let's take like 10, 15 minutes to do this." Uh, and sometimes they're still writing and writing and writing. You need some, you need ten minutes more. <laughs> We're going to get a coffee. Go up with your post-its, right? Uh, but uh, it, it, those are the things that give the aha moments. Uh, you know, I've got a question about uh, what resources are are and, and budget do you have uh, available for implementation? Mm. Now, and this is where you now I, I think in L and D we often mess up at at the front and at the end of things. <laughs> In the middle, we create something, uh, but if we do that needs analysis, that intake uh, really well, and we already start discussing about 
how can we reach the people that this is for? Uh, what do we need for that? And what if we, and what are, are what are our targets, right? Well, what do we want to see in the first month? Uh, what do we see in the first three months? Uh, what do we want to see in a year? And what are we going to do if we're not seeing the numbers that we're after? What is plan B? Uh, <laughs> in, in, in all my years we that I've been doing this, we usually said, okay, we've created the training, it's out there, we're doing a, the communication thing to it, so a banner on the LMS where nobody comes anyway, uh, and the intranet, which is the first page that starts up when you open your browser, which is like the bl ultimate blind spot. Um, you know, that's not an implementation plan, right? <laughs> but most organizations do it like that. You know, I don't know anyone in the chat uh, recognize that, uh, uh, but you need to take you really take the time to think about how are we going to reach the people. Yeah, we got a question in the ask a question section too, and I I, I like this one from Pat. Uh, it says so uh, so the list of questions is it a simple word document or a fancy form that you share with them? The stakeholders or whatnot and or somewhere in between this document is something that you work through together virtually uh it's a word document so you can do it uh you can do it live you can do it online uh share screen it's it's just a question with a nice gray table one cell table below it uh, so mm. i can type into a in a box that looks where that needs to be typed in uh, <laughs> and it feels good like you see fill it fill it up and it just you know, if I've got a long piece of text, it just slides down. Uh, so it's like the simplest way uh, to do this. Uh, if you download my book, there, there's a there's a form, uh, a Word document uh, comes with that. Uh, it has some 20 questions branding, but you can kick all that out and just make it look like you know, put your logo logo in the top, and then voila, it's yours. Um, you know, <laughs> I've done it at IKEA now at the Dutch Railway and at the bank where I work. Okay, let's uh, take a look at the. Oh, we don't have intake. Oh, cool. Change font to uh, corporate font, add logo in the top. <laughs> oh wow, this is a document we have. Yes, we have. You know, so it's a <laughs> pre-formatted. It's a word document, and if I want to create a a workshop where people uh, stand around a, a room, I can create a quick PowerPoint out of it, right? And just print it on a a three and just hang it around and just go through it and have them do. It. So it, it it is that simple. Yeah. Have you ever had to go back to it and say? Like, did things kind of go off the rails and have you had to go back to it and say, okay, remember when we had this conversation and you filled this out, this is what you said, you know? And this Good question. It, it, is, it is a great way of contracting as well. So not only are you helping them with their, with their needs analysis, with their business case, it's also something you can pull back to. So one of the, 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 the last question actually is, is there anything I haven't asked yet that I need to know that's important? Hmm. Right. I've been in projects where, uh, even on, 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 on uh, in company where we had a supplier come in, talk about the problem, the possible solutions. And when they left, I was t walking back to our offices uh, with, with, with the state, business stakeholders saying, oh, this is going so wrong. They didn't ask about this. They didn't ask about this. And they, Why didn't you tell them? Well, they didn't ask. But how are they ever going to come up with a good proposal if you're leaving all this super important information out? So uh, this is one of my, this is the question that you just have to ask. Is there anything I need to know that you haven't told me yet? Um, <laughs> and this is often where you come back, right? So, hey, remember when we talked, this is a new thing, like you're, what you're bringing up here. And I asked, right, is there anything I need to know? And you tell me, no, or just these and these things. 
so it really helps for contracting as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Mr. Jay Ziding, I found it goes better as a conversation rather than sharing the document with the requester. Oh, yes. Um, sh sharing it with them could put them on the defense, whereas the conversation usually builds the, tr the trust that Jeff is discussing. Yeah, so it's not a thing that you're going to say, here, fill this in and then send it back to me. You're, 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 you're facilitating no. it. You're, you're, We're not you're forwarding it. They're, see they're usually seeing the questions for the first time when, mm -hmm. we're, when we're together. Uh, if if I get a feeling that you know these people need to do put, need to put in some real research to figure out what's going on, so it depends on the complexity of it. You might want to say, okay, we're going to do a workshop, and these are the these are the things we're going through. So have a think about that, and don't send me anything. Don't fill in this form, because then I probably won't. You send them the form, then I will probably just send them the questions or with the most important ones. Uh, uh, so. I would never just send out the form, say, oh, just fill this in and then we'll talk about that. No, mm -hmm. it's, it's about yeah. the conversation that's going on, the questions you can ask while they are thinking about. Uh, uh, and it, and it, it help, really helps seeing them struggling with, with the answer. Because then, yeah. you know, there's something there that you need to dig a little deeper. Mm -hmm. We've got about, uh, we've got about 10 minutes or so left to talk through some of this stuff. And um, it, First of all, Jeff, before I forget, drop your drop your link into that book, into the chats. People are already asking. I was going yep. to wait until the end, but go ahead and drop in your stuff now. It's okay to do yes. that. Yes. Um, so people can find it in case they have to bug out early or whatnot. But um, one of the, this is a great question. I had not thought of talking about this in uh, in around this topic, but Cheryl asks about, and I'm I'm going to kind of paraphrase for you, Cheryl. Um, it, it, but soft skills stuff, she has, I'll read her question. So to kind of frame this a little bit, but it, it got me thinking about soft skills. She says, what questions would you ask if designing a training series for doctorate participants, if it were to explain a company's stance and employee expectations on topics like racism, gender, inclusion, sexual orientation, etc.? Or how would you frame two to three of these 20 questions? And so it just got me thinking about, yeah, how, so how does this work for soft skills stuff? Is, you know, is it the same? In a, in a, in a way, yes. Um, you might have some more vague measurements. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't need rocket science here, right? If I'm looking for what is the, what does the result look like? But you know, these questions come from somewhere. So they have a problem and they have a, uh, have an idea of, of what success should look like or maybe not, but then it's a good way to, to, to trigger them. Uh, and then it's about, so what can we do? And uh, often with these things, there's, there is much more than just training, right? The, the topics you, you, you brought up, uh, there's there's communications, there's marketing, a lot of stuff that happens in, in L&D and especially on the digital side of it is more of a, a communication problem uh, where it's a build some training, where it's like, oh, wait a second, what you're talking about that's like marketing here. You need to weave the story about what kind of organization we want to be, what's happening, what we don't want happening. So, um, so that's where you just start you start realizing that you need to have multiple solutions to to one end, right? Uh, so I, I think yes, yes, these questions are are, are very relevant, even uh, if it, if it's about soft skills. 
it's got to be hard because I think people struggle with um, what's that outcome, right? If we go back to that question, that's a really important one, right? What, what do we want to see different when they get out of this training? It's really hard to change human behavior just mm-hmm. right after somebody has consumed some media of some sort, right? Yeah. And, and, and it's hard sometimes to actually be able to uh, see and measure uh, a change in something that's cultural or, or OD like or, or organizational development, like right. Or in interpersonal, or as Mr. J would say, professional skills, mm-hmm. uh, you know, those yeah, people skills. Things. I see you from Cassie, uh, no, yeah. uh, no, but, but it, it, it starts with you're seeing something that you don't want to see. Right. And you want to change that. So, uh, the, this is where change management comes in and uh, it's not just a training problem. So, but you now knowing what the real problem is, uh, uh, finding out if it, if it's, if it's, if it's local or it's something that goes through your entire company, you know, these questions will get you there. So this is, is this deeply ingrained in our culture or do we have some location that needs special attention? Uh, uh, no, um, I work at a bank now and we have stores where people come in there and, and buy bank products, right? They get helped. Uh, um, and some stores are better than other stores. So do I roll out one big program for all stores to be better at uh, selling mortgages? Cause that's one of the key targets. Or do I look at, Hey, who's on target, who's over target and who's off target and see what's happening there yeah? and, and try to figure out. So why are the people that are, on target or over target doing so incredibly well uh but then focus on, on where the problem is mm-hmm. does this answer the question I, yeah i think, it, so. I think so. yeah. yeah go ahead chris yeah. well taisha is asking in the in the chat um <clears throat> my work culture doesn't support doing this analysis on every project how do you determine which projects to push to use the full process on um it, it, I think that the starter questions, you know, the first questions on the list are really great to determine how far you need to take this. Um, at, at the Dutch Railroad where I worked, we, we broke it up in two uh, sessions. So the product owner, they were doing agile, could do this smaller intake and then get a feel for what that was like. If they know what the problem is, if you see, is this, a, is this something that needs to get fixed quickly or is it, or is it something really big and it, it needs more attention and then pull in the L&D specialist that, go, that, does, the, that does the further analysis and, 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 the, and the question session. Uh, so I, I would break that up then uh, to see, uh, is this a big thing, a little thing, uh, complex or simple or, uh, yeah, that's how I would do it. I, you know, I'll, I'll add to that just sort of a, an extension of that question because I was thinking the same thing. Since you're working, since you're not doing this on a contract basis, I, you mentioned you know this works great mm. for, for contracting. That's kind of what I was thinking it would work best at, actually. Do you find yourself, since you're in a permanent position doing this, that all the different groups, once you've been there for a while, they um, they start to kind of know ahead of time so you start needing it less and less and less or do you find yourself still going through the full process it depends on on who you who the people are you're talking to if that changes all the time then it's a new new process for them every time um uh if you're looking at if you're talking to the same group every time so if you look at the intake process then i i I like to see uh or figure out who are allowed to ask us questions? You know, is every 
person from the organization doing that because that is like a strain on my resources right uh, but if we have this like this group of, of of business people that the organization can go to saying hey we've got this problem and and you can help them set up this process go through and create that business case uh that that's then where you see you're going to, you're giving them the process uh, to take that back to their people that ask them the questions before they come to us. And then, then you get to a different level of maturity, of course. Mm -hmm. And some of these questions too, depending on your connection, uh, you know, even in terms of physical space, but some of these are almost things that you can drop in casually, um, you know, in a more conversational way rather than a formal here's the the word doc that we're going to work through and then mm -hmm. using that even that using that to, to measure a reaction um yeah yeah definitely uh there's, there's a sorry let me just jump in here real quick because i yeah. i did i did miss part of the one of those questions uh and, and cheryl's dropping it in again in the in the chat for cpus like so like LinkedIn style courses, those like type of sort of generic topic type training that sometimes we all get asked to make at one point or another. Um, you know, how do you approach that kind of stuff? Well, I, I think there there are things that you like have to do, right? Uh, you know, my wife's a nurse. She needs to do training for, for points as well. Uh, to to stay uh, accredited and in the bank you have to do i had to do stuff in the bank where i'm never talking to to clients <laughs> so but i had to go through them because i work at a bank um, so I, I think there are uh there it doesn't have to be all the tr traditional stuff where people go oh my god i have to go through all this um but maybe in some cases, depending on the culture, uh, you know, these are the, the, the compliance must-haves and this is the way we measure it, right? It, it would be great if you can get uh, to that level uh, at legal, at compliance saying, hey, you know, you've always been doing it like this. Are there other ways to do this, to, to measure it as well? You know, there's how can we do that in a smart way? But uh, it is a tricky one, yes, because uh, I see my wife doing, completely random courses, uh, which I never do this at work, but I get points for it uh, and I have to do it. Um, so uh, it, it is a tricky thing there. Yeah. But but you can, if the organization is open to it, you can make that a better user experience and make it more meaningful and more relevant. I'll also send Cheryl and anybody else that's interested to our conversation with um, uh, Dr. David Merrill. Um, he, he had some good points around this kind of stuff. We don't have enough time really to go into it today. We need to wrap things up here, but um, yeah, go back to that uh, show and you guys can listen on that. It's, it's, it's great. I mean, if you've never heard Dr. Merrill or read any of his books or anything, it's a great introduction to him as a person. Uh, but yeah, he talks about some of this stuff too from, from that side and um, the, the professional skills and, and how we you know go through that stuff as well. So not to uh, take away from this, but just to give yeah, some cool. people some extra resources, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just tossed the link for that episode um, into the chat there. So if anybody's interested in that, they can take a peek at that in the blog format that, uh, that Brent put up as a wrap up on that, but the video's embedded right there. Yeah. yeah, and, I, and I, um, I see, I see, I see. Donna is saying, right? So we are required to generate compliance training. So there are, there are, there are things you can win and things you cannot win, right? Sometimes, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, not not every pro I can tell you about all the amazing projects that I've done, uh, 
next to those amazing projects, there are like eight shitty ones where I thought if I would have never done that in my life, then I would be perfectly happy. Uh, <laughs> so you need to take what you can take there and uh, be pragmatic. And the more good examples you can show, hey, we did this last time in a different way and this is the result. Would you like to have that result as well? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. You know, so build up to that. Just start with half your story straight, have you work through it. And if you're working in a team, do the same thing, right? It's not that, oh, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Chris because he's not asking me these difficult questions that Brent <laughs> asking me, right? So be consistent in that way and, 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 and set your foot down. We are the L&D professionals. We know our jobs. They don't. Uh, but we need to help them get through that. And we need they need to see us uh, be there to help them uh, beyond just bouncing and training their way. Very cool. Uh, um, it's a common theme in a lot of our episodes is getting past that order taking and how do you struggle with that? And the, uh, the 20 questions, if folks haven't seen the link yet, um, Jeff, maybe toss it back into the, into the chat. Boom. <laughs> and, and any contact info, if people want to find you on LinkedIn or anything like that, that's awesome to add in. Um, yes. and, oh, there's the new music. Let's dance on out of here, gang. Yeah. What Thank a great you so way much. To wrap up. Thank you everyone that was uh, here today. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Jeff. And thanks to everybody for the great questions and the great thoughts in the chat. Always awesome participation. And we'll see you all next week. Yes, next indeed. Week. Fantastic. And also, if you have not been invited to the idiotic group on LinkedIn, oh. just to kind of toss that in, we've got a group now for all of you idiotic folks out there in the chat. Join us there. If you haven't been invited or haven't found it, get out there and do that. And uh, I will second all of the thank yous, Jeff. Thank you so much. It's always fun to talk with you. Thanks for coming mm -hmm. on. Thank you so much, guys. I need a refill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>